Hello, people! <laughs> oh shit, you know what I should have done first? Okay, I figured out something cool where I can just do this. <gasps> There's no window for now. Now you don't know what we're gonna see before. <laughs> oh my god, I figured it out, guys. Okay. I have learned an OBS. <laughs> Pro streamer move right there. She's oh getting my there. god! No, I'm still a toddler. I like to. Cr I'm still crawling. Okay. <laughs> no, wait. You are a toddler because you walk around. If you're crawling, you're still an infant. I think that's the definition. Anyway, hello everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of Rose Gallery Podcast where we talk about all things D&D and TTRPG. And with you today are the usual meme cast. You got me, you got uh, Rain, you got War, you got Crit. So like... Hello. Yeah. And each week we just talk about anything from news, stories, Homebrews and just a bunch of other things related to D and D and TTRPG. So, without further ado, let's uh, move to the first section, which is the news today. I think Rain has like a very cool one for us today. So yeah, all right. So now this is not actually like new, new news, but the, the, so the news is. Uh, if you guys know about the ragtag uh, kind of like YouTube channel, basically there's a group of these people. I'm not quite sure if they're actually like, you know, famous people or anything, but they've basically started up a pretty big kind of like proper uh, D&D real play, basically. They started on YouTube, they began sponsoring other people and everything. I was watching like Dingo Doodle, I think, when I uh, first heard about these guys. And uh, the news is like they're apparently leveling up. That's cool and all, but this is the first time that I realized that they're not playing Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. They're playing Advanced Fifth Edition, which is like apparently something completely different. So you know, I went into it and uh, gave it a look, and apparently this is a a pretty cool thing where they're they're trying to make Five E a little bit uh closer a little bit more crunchier basically they want to make uh add a little bit more detail to like the melee fighters and they've mixed and matched around uh the system quite a bit to a point where it is essentially its own system but you can still play uh what do you call you can still play the advanced five edition a5e uh with uh what do you call with normal dnd 5e material which is the cool part so basically like, you have a new new phb basically reworked to uh this whole thing so it's pretty cool so uh but i i why don't you click that level up advanced fifth edition there if you click that that should bring their link to their website okay yep oh okay yeah that should bring to their website mm -hmm. which is level up advanced fifth edition uh, again, it is a modification of fifth edition, and when you if you have this book, you can use it st as a standalone game. But you can also bring in materials from other Five uh, E properties as well. Uh, might try to go to the classes over there where they apparently have modified uh, some of the uh, classes in there in uh, standard Five E. Standard Five E. No, just click classes on the tab at the top there. Well, there's no back to top button. It's a pretty long website. <laughs> uh, there you go. You 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 eye researcher. They're going yeah, in. <laughs> Immediate, immediately commenting on your design. <laughs> what is this dot leveled, leveled? Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> But yeah, so they kind of modified a little bit. Monk, they've reflavored it to adapt more. Uh, more. Uh, Berserker uh, is basically the barbarian. They've reflavored uh, Herald, uh, Paladin to be the Herald. Uh, they've created a new role, Marshal, which it's about leadership and strategy and everything. But uh, all in all, it's mostly the same. Yeah. So you can see they are kind of like uh, Wait, they've they've thing? they've made it different oh, a little bit, basically. Go. Yeah. But I think there are some classes missing, although I couldn't figure it out. That's artificer, obviously, it's not there, but uh, I'm not sure what else is missing. Or am I is Druid? Yep. Oh, Druid is there. Cleric is there, Bard is there, Sorcerer is there. Oh no, there's 13 classes. So basically, they added one of their own in the Marshal. 
but they didn't include Artificer, basically. Mm. I have not bought it yet, but honestly, I am interested in it. What do you guys think about it at the moment? I'm very intrigued by the Marshall, I gotta say. Mm -hmm. Like, like they, they, like Monk has a very specific aesthetic to it, which is like you know, the the one who lives in the temple and meditate and everything. So they they made the monk class a bit more general, as in adept, and then they take monk as a subclass. There, as you can see, there's brawler, exalted athlete, and warrior uh, monk. That's, awesome. that's right. really cool. That's yeah. what I was talking about last week. How I hate monks because they are specifically guys and temples, but yeah, that's yeah, so that felt cooler. Uh, yeah, and it's same with Herald as well. Um, where Paladin has a little bit more religious connotation to it, they make it like Herald, so it's more champion of a cause, whether or not like is it it's a religious cause or is it like an uh, empire or like a particular belief system or something. So you can be a Paladin by taking Holy Champion, but you can also be other things as well. Oh, so underneath Ooh. is all the um, subclasses class, available. Think. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, then I gotta go see Wizard. Oh, they they boiled it down to just three. Arcanus. What's the difference? That's something we have to figure out. <laughs> and again, I never bought this one. I am honestly interested though. Pyromancer. Yeah, but Can we like, switch over to this system now, guys? Why Pyro? Why not <laughs> Necro or something? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean not necro. I mean like there's there's necro. There's what what else? What other elements? Cryomancer, like aeromancer. So, Why yeah. pyro? You know that feels elemental. Well, that's something <laughs> because elemental. fire. There's something innate with fire that propels us. That um, is true. Yeah. May, may, so, maybe it's this is like a suggested one. Maybe I don't know. So I was looking at a herald, and I understand inquisitor and holy champion. That being. Holy Champion is uh, your vanilla paladin. Inquisitor being the like a belief system, right? Like, uh, like a uh, person that upholds a belief system. But then, yeah. what is Green Knight? I think Green Knight's kind of like uh, the ancient, uh, oath of the ancient. Yeah. Either that or the Arthurian legend. You know the Green Knights from uh, the Arthurian legend. Oh I, wait, what is it? What is I it? Can you? Yeah, yeah. heard of it. Uh, I've totally read Arthurian Legends and know <laughs> more than just the name of the Green Knight. But no, uh, <laughs> I mean, I know it was the Invincible Knight who couldn't die. It was a whole thing. I don't remember. I, I haven't read. I've heard of it. I see. Wait, is it's, it, prob it's is probably it... more along the Oath of Ancients for Paladins. Makes more sense. Mm. Other than an undying knight who is colored green for some reason. Uh, well, see, the green is from the corpse. Rotting. Makes sense. Maybe it's that. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, but yeah, uh, in conjunction <gasps> to this, I got a that second... Uh, tree oh, yeah. speaker! Oh, that's yes. Ignis, come on! We're switching, we're switching And the 5 E is beaten <laughs> in the world for that one. Unfortunately, we can't swap. But, you know, maybe it go home, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that, that is basically it. And another news is that is connected to this is that uh, EN World, which is the people who made uh, the Level Up Advanced 5 5th Edition, um, they are looking to sponsor people to play uh, to play their games. Uh, if you scroll down a little bit, if I recall correctly, they want to uh, uh, hire people that are playing uh, in between, what was it, uh, June to December, so like this year. If anyone interested, we can just uh, apply it and then uh, find out more. So uh, that's what we've been talking about, you know, <laughs> maybe trying and playing the system as well. But, but the July, wait, do we can, it do says like, July. we can actually do a short campaign with this and just yeah. like, yeah, just try out this, it doesn't have to be like super long campaign. Uh, <laughs> although July is just in two days. <laughs> we'll be fine. But yeah, that's the idea. Uh, that that's like there's another thing. So like, uh, we are definitely interested. But like you know, for the listeners, if you guys are interested, go ahead, give it a listen. Maybe look, look, uh, it says do not need to have a minimum following on social media and will not be selected based on the number of viewers. So it's there probably just definitely on content. So, yeah, so mm -hmm. hell yeah, post-apocalyptic uh, 5e, advanced 5e, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> We're definitely stand out. 
Also, Chris, I saw what you said in the chat. No, we are not doing any TPK. I'm sorry. Maybe oh. just a little. No. Just a little TPK. No. I will shove something up your butt all the way from Malaysia to Greece. Don't threaten me with a good time. Wow. <laughs> it's like I'm about to do a little trolling. Anyways, guys, uh, other news. Uh, we're gonna start from the top. Roll Twenty is partnering with DMs Guild to uh, basically have DMs Guild content in Roll Twenty. So more in uh, incentive for you if you are playing on Roll Twenty. You can now buy the materials and have the material available to you directly in Roll Twenty. That's pretty cool. They are making a D&D Beyond for Vampire Masquerade. Uh, I think it is called. Uh, I can't remember. One second. Uh demiplane is that it i think so yeah i think that yeah it's called demiplane it's kind of similar to what they had for pathfinder before it's called pathfinder nexus i think this so... is still nexus i'm sorry ah uh, nexus no nexus is the developer never mind oh. uh what was it i can't remember what it's called nope yeah pathfinder nexus yeah pathfinder nexus is uh is for pathfinder and then Ooh. demiplane is for vampire masquerade both are developed by the same guy Nexus. So that's cool. You can actually uh, use it for like an all-in-one video calls, text chat, and additional tools like journaling and taking notes. Yeah. So again, it's basically a full platform like uh, D&D Beyond essentially. Uh, we got some uh, RPG day offerings. There's like a whole post here on EN World that you can just scroll through. Uh, it's a lot. I didn't even go through the whole thing just now. Uh, I was just browsing through it. But yeah, remember the Skitter Warp and also a Fistful of Flowers is there as well. Uh, there's some Cyberpunk Red materials and Ooh. just a whole lot of stuff. Familiar problem. It's uh, a yeah. Mercury. Ah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a critical role, yeah, I think, where role. you play as a familiar. Yeah. So yeah, there's Honest. a lot of stuff. Uh, I think I can you, like share this in chat so that people can uh, go in there and uh, give it a look. Yeah. Red yeah. link coming in your way soon. Yeah. Just give All me right. a moment. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Alright. Uh, we also have Kickstarter starting the Community Advisory Council. Apparently, it's, you know, to uh, help to, to, to make sure the more sussier Kickstarters don't go through. Uh, this includes, mm -hmm. like, tabletop stuff as well. So I thought oh, just want to hear it. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's also Critical Role launching their own music label called the Scanlan Short Halt Music, which oh. is pretty cool. Yeah. So the, their first album's called Welcome to Taldore, which I think it music's from their past campaigns, basically. So uh, be sure to give that a look. Uh, GURPS is now having kind of like a sale, basically, if you want to get GURPS and also kind of like all their materials uh, on bundle of holding. So. Go ahead and give it a look. Uh, and finally, we also have a pretty cool Kickstarter if you like Pokemon. Which is this this Kickstarter called the Monster Wrangler. Where it's a full TTRPG, not a supplement or anything. It's a full TTRPG uh, about capturing monsters. Like if you're a human, there's no fighting option apparently. It's either capture the monster or run away. Oh. Apparently that's it, yeah. So you have to decide. Apparently it's a D10 system. So uh, give it a look and see if you are interested in that. But that is everything from me, Aina. Okay, cool. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's it for this one. I'm totally not like, um, there we go, okay. I only have one screen, unfortunately. I'm not like uh -huh, a pro uh -huh. streamer, so I'll have one screen. Anyway, I so just... yeah. Anything Are you just you busy say? looking at fantasy Pokemon? Is that what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, so next up we have some stories. And, and it's a it's a it's a short one. But it's I don't know. Actually we could actually give some sort of like uh r slash us game game masters by exclusively here for ac i don't know where you're gonna find ac here but you never know anyway <laughs> so the title is should i just quit um gonna be try gonna try sorry i can't read today unfortunately so but i'm gonna try 
<laughs> We're gonna try to be as concise as possible here, but it's sort of a long story. Basically, I started planning this big homebrew D&D adventure, level 1 to 20, the whole deal. Put hours and hours of world building and planning into it, and of course, I invited my former GM and longtime friend to play, let's call her D. I adored Dee's last game and felt like I owed her a good game after she worked so hard to give me one and introduce me to D&D. So when Dee asked if her friend who I'd never met before could play too, I, I said yes. We can call friend D. So we have D the friend and B the friend of the friend. Not gonna get confusing at all. Yeah. No. So we start playing. D is a great player. We're having fun. But B is chronically missing sessions and causing cancellations, both with notice and last minute. So B missed three of our first six sessions. I figure since D is the only person in the group who knows B, that she'll help me navigate this conflict and resolve it. Instead, D basically told me it was my problem to fix, making all sorts of excuses for B and coming up with all sorts of reasons why I'm the bad hold for needing constancy from my players. I know that some DMs are really lax about attendance, but my game is plot heavy and character focused, so when someone doesn't show up, it can be really bad. I had an honest conversation with B where I expressed this and she promised to do better. But then there were other issues. B started having some mental health problems that negatively affected the game experience for everyone, making character de decisions that set things off course and made other players uncomfortable, etc. And she sent a message to our group chat where she basically blamed my game for triggering her real-life anxiety. I was crushed, really really hurt that she'd say that about a game I put so much effort into. I talked with the rest of the group and was basically a 50-50 split between people who wanted her gone and people who wanted to give her another chance. Okay, so after considering the problem, I decided to have another talk with B and not boot her from the group. I told D I'd be talking to B, not what I decided yet, and asked if she wanted to be a part of the conversation. She said no and seemed off, so I asked if she wanted to talk. We did, and D went off. She attacked me, my game, my other creative endeavors, and said all sorts of things just to hurt my feelings. Two things about this. One, at this point, she thought I was booting B from the group. And two, this isn't my own bias here. She literally admitted later that she said these things on purpose to hurt me. This happened last September. So the game's not fun anymore. It feels so gross to be working so hard and putting in so much work for someone who I've started to truly resent. Everyone else in the group is lovely. B has gotten a lot better about things and at times she has honestly been a better friend to me than D. But D is such a good player that the game couldn't really go on without her. The friendship has been on life support for months, but the game has continued on a consistent basis. Sometimes I've been able to find joy in it, though nothing at the level it was before all this happened. But sometimes it just gets so mad that my friend ruined this for me. These feelings keep coming back up no matter how hard I try to process it all. I don't want to lose the game I put so much effort into and I don't want to let down the players who have done nothing wrong, but it gets to be so exhausting. When I ask for advice, people say talk to her, but it never leads to any change. So what should I do? Is it time to just stop and find a new group? Thanks for reading this whole mess and I really appreciate any and all thoughts. What do you guys think? So who goes first? Whoa. Oh, this is uh, yeah. I, I, I guess I will go first. Basically, basically, um, basically, we have uh, a, a group, you know, you she played, I, I think it's a she, I'm not sure, maybe I'll just use the gender neutral term. They played with the former GM, brought her into the campaign, but and then got another friend the friend was being a not really a problem player but kind of a problem player then the friend took took what do you call uh took offense to that and just like and then yeah okay i think we all know what happened <laughs> yeah Kurt, what do you say oh first as i said in the comments from the story it will appear that d is crazy or you could say that d is nuts what? but uh <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Really? But no, um, it's very weird. Like going off on your dungeon master for causing anxiety and all that. I get 
having anxiety from a story or from the game in general and you know people experience that and as a dungeon master it's your duty responsibility to try and either steer clear of it or find a way to fix it right but sometimes people just physically cannot get along and i feel like it's better to just you know nip it in the bud as the saying goes because the dungeon master is obviously stressing about it and has two players which he has to or they have to dance around on eggshells because it seems like a lot of stress i don't know yeah i do agree because this is not like something that just happened by the looks of it uh it has been going on for a while now and then uh it's not like they've never done a discussion about it like usually the ad- ad- the advice that people give is correct like you know talk about it but she has she has uh, sorry uh the, the op has talked about it and no progress has been done so i think the next step is having to take action either you know i, I don't think you should end the campaign per se but uh, booting some of the player might need to be considered. Yeah, but the, I, I don't know how many people are in the campaign. Like, uh, I don't think they've mentioned it's this group, right? No, they don't say, yeah. But, like, that's basically two. And let's say it's like a four, four or five, which is probably the average of, like, D&D groups. That's like, that's like half of it. And sometimes games can't go on without them, which sucks. But that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that I that's mean, fair to be honest. Although it sucks, but yeah. as a wise friend of mine once said, D and D is kind of like dating, and you just have to find the right person to play with. And if you can't, you can't really force a D and D ship. That D&D is. That you can't force it, it's gonna be really fucking bad, same with relationships. So. That's true, yeah. It, it's kind of like a sunken cost fallacy right now, like, you've spent so much time in this campaign and you want to see it through and everything, but if it's bad, it's bad. It's better you cut it off, either start a new campaign or, I, I'd say, um, you know, properly close the arc for the two character mm. and then uh, let them go. And then continue playing on with the current party. If the party still doesn't feel it after that, only then you wrap up the story and then start a new campaign. I don't think you should but you know, force yourself to stay in a campaign that you don't like. But that's the thing though. I don't think they... In this whole post, I don't think anybody said that they wanted to not play with her anymore. Right? Like D&B. I don't think they said like... Yeah, um, it's, it's in-game is good. It's outside of game is the problem. And I'm not going to tell this person you shouldn't feel that way because it's a bit hard to change feelings. So my suggestion is to more like work around your feeling. You're not feeling well when playing with these two people in particular. Maybe, uh, maybe let them leave, s- create a separate party for them or something like that. Because right now, in terms of the game, they like it. They're having fun. But the it's like all four of us playing in a campaign together, but I hate crit. Outside of hey, game. Why like, me? Why me of all people? <laughs> after the session, crit, uh, crit leaves, no chatting, just just leaves. Just, after giving XP, just leaves. Because we can't stand with each other outside of the setting of a campaign. Uh, and you can't force a feeling to change that way. So my suggestion is what you can do to work around that feeling. My, uh, what, look what? at Twitch chat. <laughs> What what I'm a little bit like the the problem is like what if the problem is that these guys don't want to leave like they the OP could just talk to them hey I don't like you guys here but they don't want to leave then like you know where do you go from there? If Please. D&B don't want to leave. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> I mean like if it's online there's banning, uh, but if. Uh, oh. that's a, that's a bit of a, oh, that's a bit of a trouble there. Alt's good. I, All is okay. Yes, boy. It's just that the problem here is, why would like why is there such resentment? But like <laughs> to the point of like verbally uh, uh, confirming, I said those things because I genuinely feel you suck, basically, and still playing it though. I'm so confused. What's the deal? 
I mean, again, like, like I've been playing this in a long time. I want to see it through. It sucks, but you know, I want to see it through. That's basically how I stuck to my first campaign. <laughs> I just played through it, even though like I'm kind of hating the way the in-session stuff is going. I mean, so the, our session is basically seven-hour combat session. Oh, that's oh, rough, buddy. Yeah. And sometimes it's just you don't you don't feel right to leave. Because well, it's your friend, and like at the at the very least, for the sake of it, you need to see it through, even yeah. if you don't. See, like see, the see again. That, that, that that's that's the thing as well. Like, it's as as like it's like you're in a toxic relationship with someone. I should leave, but you know I've been with him such a long time. He's a yeah. good friend. He's a little uh, bit of a dick, but you know he's still a friend. Yeah, I see. Do what you, you really mean. stay. Do you really stay. You know. I so. see what you mean with the song some cost fallacy because like they, yeah. i guess they've been playing for a while and it's like yeah, they're, they're, yeah i get it also like, um, like i understand i like my saying is like i understand why they want to stay but i think the best decision right now is to move on yeah yeah uh. the and you know reading the chats really yeah. the thing i wrote in the chat that's kind of He's not fun anymore. Point. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's gross working so hard. Yeah. For someone yeah. who they who they really don't like, which you know, it's just sad. Like I. I don't think I, I. I don't think they don't like. Like I think is the is D not liking OP, not no, OP, no, no, not like D, this right? Is something that the that OP said. Like it's 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 gross putting in so much work for someone who I truly resent. Everyone else is. Oh, okay. Like, she res- she so resented. She yeah, okay, is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's yeah. really. Need to make a decision to break it off. It's a hard decision. You gotta but do it. But it must. Yeah, I agree. Also, just something to add on. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. OP is actually autistic, but uh, I think in like a, uh, in a way that subtext and subtle dicks are not the best way to communicate with her. So she, they need things to be said. You know, up yeah, directly. Which is why they usually have good communication. Why, like, if something feels off, she would just sorry, Opie would directly. just go and ask directly, which is actually really good. I think, like, if anything feels off, you should just um, whether or not you're autistic or not. Like, even if you're, you're neurotypical, go and talk to some to that person if something feels off, rather than you know let it fester. Which I feel like Dee is would have done if Opie didn't say anything to her. Like the story could have been so much worse. I feel like if they didn't have that initial talk. That is true. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's uh. Congratulations, Aina. <laughs> hey, you know I'm the party pooper here. So. And I, I hate it for every second. <laughs> All right. So now I'll just I'll just give it back to War for like the. Hey, you know, you come here for RPG horror stories. I'm delivering. Last week, I gave something that's like glory story. Everybody's like, hey, wait, this is not a horror story. What do you, what do you want me to do? I can't win here. Anyway. We appreciate you, Aina. We appreciate you. You're doing a good job. It's, it's, it's like Joffrey, you know? We hate him because he's doing a good job. That kind of thing. <laughs> Anyway, let's go to subclass. Go for it, War. Uh, well, not subclasses usually, but homebrews most definitely. Hey, yeah, this is a, a homebrew subclass that we have here today, folks. Made by... Let's see the credits here. Oh, they're only by images. Uh, it's in GM Binder. Risky, risky Reds. Reds. Reads. Yes, Risky. Let's Let's get a zoom in on this. Pew. Oh right, hold oh. on, hold on, I have to get yeah. that, hold on. There we go. <laughs> I, I timed it wrong. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> Alright. So, um, ever wanted to play, you know, like a uh, warlock, but your innate sorcerer abilities? Well, now it's more specific than ever before. The Corrupted Bloodline subclass for sorcerers. Uh, we'll read the first paragraph here. Mm-hmm. When your spark of magic resonated within you, a part of it attached itself to the very being before being. Wait, what? So? Sorry. I before being. To your very being. Oh, to your being very warped. being before being warped by dark forces from the ambient area. Perhaps a powerful witch resting atop blazing coal laid a dying curse upon the area in which you were born. 
perhaps a malevolent lord desecrated the region with powerful dark magic, diabolically twisting the landscapes. Sorry, I'm I'm very um, oh I'm distorting God. the magics within. Whatever energies affected you, they have crept into your soul permanently, darkening your ha magical power. So basically, emo sorcerers. Even <laughs> if they weren't douchey enough, add add I'm a bit of goth. Yeah, add a bit of goth in them. Um, all right. Uh, basically, dark magic. You learn additional spells when you search. It's basically the equivalent of like all sorcerers. They get a wait. No, do sorcerers get like a warlock a spreadsheet of whichever uh, pack you get? They do not. Well, here's a neat part of this subclass. Uh, you oh get... no, some do. Some do actually. Some do. All right then. Yeah, I am not good with the No worries, I, I have all the I have all the sub races open right now just for comparison. So go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So basically, just as you get when you pick this subclass, you're able to uh, you get you get a list a uh, list of available spells on top of your sorcerer spells to choose from uh, that is available to you. Uh, first level sorcerer spells, third all the way to ninth. So if you get this all to level 20, uh, you'll get these spells. And you'll see some here that are highlighted with an asterisk are uh, new spells made for this subclass that we'll get into later. But uh, uh, highlighting them would be the third level spell, Schwentz. Hey, that's Hey, let's give I'm... the resident European read this. <laughs> Well, how do you pronounce anyway, it? Anyway, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds German. <laughs> Says the I Asian. Think, I think it's German. It absolutely looks German, and yeah. I looked at it, and it's. Schweinitz, maybe? Yeah, Schweitz <laughs> Invernal Wein Itching. Schweinitz. <laughs> so well, we have Google. Why are we doing this? So sorry for butchering <laughs> the terms. Schweitz Infernal Itching. Grave Bolt and Dark Spiral are the homebrew spells for here. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about abilities because this is a very beefy, beefy homebrew that we're gonna be looking into, and I don't want to take a lot of time. So let's talk about the uh, things that come with the corrupted bloodline. Corruption is basically hex. If I'm not, uh, if I'm interpreting this, starting at first level, your magic, uh, your magic spread a vile plague of dark energies to their target. As a bonus action, you can curse a target for one minute, ten rounds, whenever you cast a spell attack on them, and it's a hit. Uh, for the for that duration, your all spell attacks deal additional one d six necrotic damage to your cursed uh, target. And from the looks of it, if any creature takes damage on your turn, uh, wait. If 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 a creature takes any damage, wait what? If a creature takes any of this damage on your turn, <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm uh, crit is infecting me. I'm sorry. Uh, so whenever the cursed creature takes damage, it uh, basically takes a minus one d4. So the curse, the hex, to a all ability uh, or like or any like d20 roll, attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. And it makes it before it ends in the next of... Ah! Sorry. Uh, Let's read it one by one, slowly. Or you can uh, give like a summary of what this is, you know, you don't have to read one yeah, by one. Bas basically Hex. Basically Hex, is that correct, right? Hex is... Uh, no, it's Bane. Oh, Bane, right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. but Bane. Bane, but it targets a single creature and it only works if the creature was damaged by the corrupted bloodline person which is a pretty cool balancing act basically because it's slightly weaker in that sense compared to the hexblade's curse for example because like hexblade's curse it just happens like they have the curse now all your attacks have the bonuses and everything hmm. but they balance it but they make it weaker but they make it stronger by allowing you to cast it again if you spend one sorcery point which is cool yeah yeah. Which is not a lot of points, actually. As you yeah, so yeah, exactly, yeah. Have like 5 at level 14 or something? Wait, no. No. Am I... I think no. it's a yeah. warlock. 
how much how much I do not play sorcerers that often. I think I think I, around around equal to uh, I have it here. What am I doing? Fifteen. No, no, no. Maximum you can have is fifteen. Oh. No, sorry, that's spell points. Never mind. It is equal to your level. Yeah. It's equal to your oh, level. Oh, so, so, so you get twenty. So, yeah, but most actually, you can, you can do this like twenty times per long. Well, yes. yeah, well, that's that's what you say, oh, but like wait. you're not gonna use it twenty times because you're gonna use it to gain more spell slots, to cast double okay. fireballs, and all that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. At at, at this point, you're you're if you're already level twenty, why do you need to use this ability? I, I, it's it's a still pretty useful ability. Like the the minus one d four bane bane's a useful spell. Uh, from low level to even higher level, I think. Yeah. One d four is a lot, man. Yeah. Because yeah. like could be right. one to four, and that one could make make it or break it also. Mm. Uh, here's a question for the dungeon master. Actually, you're a dungeon master. No, no. <laughs> Obviously, master. the other one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Definitely. So, Rain, how will you how would you vote this? No one has Bane on them, right? Uh huh. They attack. And I say, oh, I trigger the bane. I, I subtract one d four, but they roll a nat twenty. Would you consider Ooh. that a crit? Uh, yes. Uh, unlike so, if it's an attack, but mm -hmm. you roll a one d four and then it makes it a miss or something somehow, I'll say that's still a hit because the rule says nat twenty is a hit regardless of whatever it is. Okay, so you wouldn't let like negatives affect it in any way. And uh, if it's a crit, no. But if it's a dirty <laughs> twenty or anything else, uh, yeah, it will it will affect it. But yeah, right, crit, crit, you, usually I I I count it as like automatic success. Like even in our game, you can't disturb a crit. Uh, like if if points. yeah, if 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 someone rolled a crit, you can't make them re-roll that. Because it sucks. Even with like what was it, gnomish luck or just lucky or whichever one of the lucky traits let you re-roll stuff. Uh, that's true. Lucky is different because um, because 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 they because they sacrifice, you know, one ASI to be able to do that. That one I'll let them, but mm -hmm. by default, um, I I still kind of like let crit happen. Let yeah. crit happen. Let crit happen. <laughs> <laughs> You're only here because we allow it. Could <laughs> <Yeah>. be. <laughs> All right, next thing, next. Right, uh, next uh, first level abilities are Vision of Shadows, which, uh, from what I'm reading this, yeah, you gain dark vision up to 60 feet, uh, like standard normal dark vision, can't see colors, is monochromatic and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It's, and increases its radius by 60, when? If you already have dark, vi uh, dark vision, so superior dark, wait. Standard? Yeah, the standard. The Basically standard. 120 feet, mm -hmm. if, you, if you already have it. Kind yeah. of like the Warlock Invocation Eldritch Sight. Right. This one right. can't see through magical darkness. Yet, mm. I'm assuming. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead and read yeah. the second no, part. No, magical darkness as if it were dim light. When you gain your font of magic? Oh, Wait. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Okay. Yeah, you may spend one, yeah, one by one. <laughs> we go one by one. To be able to see in darkness if it were bright light, magical darkness, and if it were dim light for one hour. So yeah, at the, at the expense of a sorcery point, which yeah, we're okay. we're using them sorcery points now with the abilities. Yeah. At level six, they gain grim vitality, which is basically, uh, they are oh shit, is this a immune to being frightened? It is oh. immune to be frightened. Yeah, that's uh, no longer be frightened, so immunity from frightening and gain resistance to necrotic damage. Like, uh, which I get, makes sense, but um. Isn't being immune to frightened like already cut off half of like standard D and D monsters' abilities? No, uh, no, not not even. Not yeah, even? frightened's uh, okay because that's that's like the monk where they can just remove any mind effects by using an action. So I think it's pretty balanced. Uh, okay. Persistent corruption also begins at level six. You regain the ability of your corruption class feature when you wait. What corruption class? Nandishka. It's the corruption, oh. the feature that we argued for quite a bit there, you regain right. it after a short rest or a long rest instead of just a long rest. Right, 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 right. Uh, Umbral Shroud. It's a four oh wait, there's 14th and 18th. Okay, so this is those type of subclasses. At 14th, uh, 14th level, they gain Umbral Shroud. While in an area of a magical darkness, you can reduce the damage 
Wait, while in an area of magical darkness, mm -hmm. you can reduce the damage taken from each damage roll by an amount equal to your charisma modifier. Alright, that'll be high because you were sorcerer. Additionally, creatures that you can see within an area of magical darkness gains no benefit from cover. Whoa! Gains no benefit from cover from your spell attack. The darkness whisper whispers and twists your spells to seek the heart and soul of those within. Wait, holy shit. Um, I think that's, that's a pretty that's cool seek. ability. Yeah, that's... Gives them a disadvantage so they can't look outward, but then gives you advantage. <laughs> I mean, no, not just lets you roll straight. Damn, what right, then? Proud of Vampirism is their 18th level ability, which, as reads, the power of darkness can take hold over your magic, sapping the strength from your victims and making it your own. When you when you damage a creature that is corrupted by your corruption class feature, you gain temporary hit points equal to the damage dealt. Does okay. that count? That What's the highest spell, like, highest damage spell the sorcerer can cast? 200 plus if you use Meteor Swarm. Holy shit. Okay. Additionally, but you can kill- a creature, though? Singular? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, no AoEs? Ah, uh, well, if you damage, um, I mean, you if can... you corrupt a creature and then you fireball person, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, but but like you know, the fireball twenty d twenty d six plus twenty forty d six is going to get around one hundred plus temporary that's hit right, point. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I guess as an eighteenth level ability, this would be dope. As an eighteenth level ability. Additionally, when you kill the creature that is corrupted by your co uh, corruption uh, feat uh, class feature, you can expend a reaction to regain your sorcery points equal to your proficiency bonus. So. Like max of five, is that right? Uh, six. Yeah, yeah this sounds like the yeah, level this sounds 13. like the overpowered abilities of a sorcerer. Yeah, like level eighteen. I mean, not a sorcerer, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A like, level eighteen powers. Yeah, yeah, level eighteen powers would be this dope. So yeah, I guess yeah. So here's your corruption. Uh, here's the the corrupted bloodline. Uh, final things we'll look for today are the spells that come with it. If we go all the way to Appendix A. Uh, new spells. So here we'll be seeing... Uh, here's the spells that come for the Corrupted Bloodline uh, subclass. At second level... Uh, for second level spell is a necromant uh, the Necromancy School. Again, I can't say it. Uh, Schweitz. <laughs> I, I, I dropped from the chat. It's uh, oh. Schweinitz. Schweinitz. Yep. I ran it for Google. Yay. Yay. Yay for Google, I guess. <laughs> Schweinitz Infernal Itching. It uh, Casting time is one action. Is a range of 90 feet. Pretty, pretty long distance. It requires all uh, components, verbal, somatic, and material. Carcass of Cockroach is uh, very... Uh, yeah, very uh, much a vibe. On oh, a concentration, it's a uh, it takes a concentration. You curse a creature with a baleful sensation, causing them to suffer an itching irritation and skin crawling for the duration. God, okay, now the cockroach is under. It makes sense. When affected, the creature may attempts to make an attack roll. They must first make a Constitution saving throw. On a failed save, they automatically miss. Oh boy. Wait, this is a second level spell. Uh, yeah, I hope the DC. What's the DC? Yeah, DC. Is yeah. Well, it's DC depending DC on you and with level. Yeah, DC with level would be two worse. spell. It's not huge, mm. and it's it's a save or suck. So yeah, but then automatically fails. Damn. All right then. Yeah, I mean, but like, uh, you have to hit them with it, right? And then. Uh, no, it, it I'm, immediately I'm, I'm, affects yeah, them. Yeah, I'm, it I'm, I'm it's a concentration. Attack. It just affects, but then every turn they have to make a constitution, so it can very easily just, you know, yeah. be ended yeah. very quickly. Yeah. So. Otherwise, it, there's a chance that the spell doesn't do anything for the three rounds and you just waste a spell slot, basically. True, yep. Especially with higher level combat. And, so, hold and legendary resistances, resistance eye. Yep. I wouldn't uh, use it for this, but yeah, yeah, that too, yeah. This is kind oh. of like Sanctuary, but like the, op the yeah. opposite? Offensive right? Sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Offensive Sanctuary, yeah. Offensive Sanctuary, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
at higher levels when you cast a spell, uh, at oh, third level, creature, yeah, yeah you can target. Oh wow! Okay, okay, you can. Okay, and each slot above ten increases the creature must be within ten feet of each other. I see. Okay, then. So you can't just like cast uh, cast this higher level and then aim it at two other separate uh, individuals. Yeah. Yeah, and like on a va fast wide uh, area distance. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Grave Bolt right. is the third level uh, necromancy spell. Is casting time is one action. Is a hundred and fifty feet range. Requires only verbal and somatic components. Duration is instantaneous, so it's one round during the, using your action. You launch a hissing, hurtling ribbon of pure darkness from your hand towards the target creature within range. Make a range spell attack on hit. The target takes five d eight necrotic damage. Nice. The spell targets an undead creature there instead healed so is this like a grave bowl huh yeah, I mean, it's like classic it's, it's basically death it's, ability. it's basically an evil guiding bolt <laughs> oh yeah it is grave bolt it is a warcraft ability right yeah but huh. this throws spell at enemy and if they're undead it heals them if they're friend uh, and uh, if they're human it damages them Okay. Classic Arthur <laughs> <laughs> When you cast a spell right. using a spell slot of four levels of higher, the damage is yeah, same hit thing. Increase, yeah. yeah. Hit points recovered. If applicable, increased by one eight. Alright. And Pretty finally uh, wait, is this finally? No, and we have Schwartz Schweitnuts Schweinatz Malison. A fourth level in oh wait, no. Is this for the Yes, this is the fourth one. Yeah, yeah, this is the fourth one. I was just double checking if this is for the Fae subclass, which we'll cover next week. Uh, Shrynuts. Sorry? Go, go on. on, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, so Shrynuts Malison. Uh, is casting times one action, range 30 feet, verbal and somatic, concentration up to 10 minutes. Calling upon dark powers, you attempt to curse the target, uh, target with a baleful, malicious presence. The creature must succeed on a charisma saving throw or be covered in. Malison? Malison? Malison, I think. Well, the creature is affected by a Malison. Ah, uh, by a Malison. Uh, by a Malison. No other creature can be friendly to it. In the Oh! Wow! No other creature can be friendly to it. In addition, the creature who is within 60 feet of the target and that are indifferent to the target must succeed on a wisdom check against this D your DC or become hostile towards the target. Oh wow, that's that's actually kind of neat. I, I think I might have been hit by this when I was a kid or something. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> this oh, is basically you like... were alone. Aww. Nah, there you go. Took you. Oh, this is basically like maddening crown, but more direct, like. It's the no, surrounding no, no, no. area. This is not this is not targeting targeting making creature to attack. This is just makes creature um like angry at you. No no yeah, but the context of like the idea of it, like if there is a person like anyone beside you is indifferent of you. So like I guess like sub like I don't know. It's a social spell. Like yeah. for example, if you're in a bard competition where everybody's neutral to you, you bring your song, and then you cast Shrynat's Malison on your rival. Everybody, he gets onto the stage. Everybody just boom, he starts throwing out <laughs> at him. It's essentially like that. But I can fourth level though. The change in disposition caused by this effect lingers even after the spell ends. Does this mean it's permanent? Uh, lingers. It's not permanent. It just ah. you know, it's hot because disposition can change, uh, at any time. Yeah. Yeah. Their perspective, of course, has basically spe the spell makes you annoying to other people. Yeah, but like it's a fourth <laughs> level though for this. It yeah. just feels very. I don't know. I wouldn't use it, I guess, unless it's very well. The fact, the fact that it's lingering and everything. Again, it's a social thing. You know, most but, of your spells are combat stuff. It doesn't, it doesn't even mention how long does it linger. I feel like spells should be that specific, no? No. Basically, first during the ten minutes, it is magically malice, uh, angry at someone. After that, he's just normally angry at someone. 
Yeah, and it doesn't have to be only social as well, because if you, like, are fighting, let's say, bandits or mercenaries who have, like, no allegiance to each other and are just, you know, doing stuff for the money, mm -hmm. they're probably indifferent to each other, and you hit one of them with the spell, and suddenly everybody around them is hostile. Like, yep. Or, that guy's dead. or the necromancer controlling the undead army. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. There you go. Yeah. Like. Oh, actually, I think they're like friendly. Oh, that, that oh, really? friendly rather than yeah. Oh. Yeah. That, that's why you have to figure out like, if they're indifferent or friendly and everything. Yeah. It, the yeah. cleverly worded bit is indifferent. Fuck up the yeah. BBG. <laughs> My minions come to okay. me and like nah. I don't think we want to work for you anymore. Last one. Last one. Come on. All right. Yeah. Quick, dark quick, quick. Okay. The, the final uh, homebrew spell that comes with this Corrupted Bloodline class is Dark Spiral, which is 5th level necromancy spell. Uh, ca casting time is an action. Components are verbal and somatic. Uh, range is 60 feet. You conjure a vortex of negative energy at a target point within, within range, creating a 15-foot radius cylinder of darkness that is 20 feet in height. Okay, so cylinder. Creature within the dark spiral must make a constitution saving throw, taking 4d12 necrotic damage on a failed save, or half as much on it uh, as damage on a successful one. So is this like, I guess, fireball? No, wait, never mind. Uh, this spell has no effect on undead or constructs. Oh well. This is flame non strike, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Non-magical flame strike. <laughs> AG flame strike. <laughs> yeah. non, -magical, non magical plant life within the affected area is instantly withered or dying at the start of your next turn. While all light, while all light created by spells of fourth level or lower is snuffed out. Ooh. Uh, at higher levels, when you cast this spell using a spell slot of sixth level or higher, the spell deals an additional one d twelve necrotic, and so on and so forth above a spell slot of uh, fifth. So yeah, the corrupted bloodline. Um, take it if you want. Talk to your DM before, of course, uh, playing with it. Concede on whether or not they will use it or balance it, and have fun on your games. <laughs> it's pretty fucking rad, actually. Yeah. yeah, honestly, in general, just it it's just a well-made class, and I really like the fact that they use the sorcery point for something else uh, in yeah. the class feature, which I feel like. Uh, subclasses should do that. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> like, like recently they made with Druid being able to call summons instead of just Wild Shape for their Wild Exactly. Shape. Yeah, yeah. So like Wild Shape is the main thing for Druid. Let the Druid do something else with the Wild Shape as the subclass, you know? I mean, really the Wild Shape for Druid is only good if you're a Circle of the Moon, else it's meh. Like, you don't yeah, really use that's... it that much. So yeah, mostly for roleplay in the end, yeah. yeah. Alright, and I guess that's it for sub, uh, homebrew this week? Yeah, uh, yep. Okay, so uh, now let's uh, let's give it to Crit for the last section of today. Hello, it's me with a feel-good story oh my God. about children and dungeons and dragons. Oh my god, I love children uh, in dungeons and dragons. I'm sorry? Uh, <laughs> <sucks>. uh <laughs> moving past that, uh, so this, this story features uh, the Lost Minds of Fendelver. Mm -hmm. So if any of you hasn't played them, played it, or doesn't want it spoiled, like cover your ears, because uh... it, it, it does spoil a tiny part of the start, like session one, basically. Ah, I Fish. think I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, go on. Okay. Alright, so, uh, this was posted by a user, Peekypeg, I think I nailed that, Peekypeg, a, a year ago, it's a bit old, but you know, whatever. So, it says, uh, my son's first nat 20. Hi, I want to tell you how my son managed to trivialize the boss, Bugbear Clark, in Lost Minds of Fendelver over the past weekend. Sorry uh, for it getting a bit long, it's really not. Mm -hmm. So. I was DMing with my wife, son, who is 8 years old, and daughter, who is 7 years old, and a close friend, and they had chosen to do Lost Minds of Pendelver, as it's quick to get going, and I figured it would be a good way to ease my young children into D&D. 
My wife played a bard, but due to her be having to be away at the start of the game, I had her character be with Gundren and Sildar, their NPCs, mm -hmm. when they got ambushed. My son played a drow rogue, my daughter a tabaxi ranger with a leopard... Leopard, Jesus Christ. Leopard? <laughs> leopard? Are you thinking of a leotard pet? <laughs> I, I, I think I might have been. <laughs> Parentheses, I tweaked it a bit. Where's Elvin? Uh, Aww. Oh, yeah, no, no. Oh, yeah, now call me out on battery <laughs> by all means. When you guys were dropping the ball. So, uh, and my friend played a gnome slash tiefling uh, evocation wizard specializing in fire spells. I don't know how you play gnome slash tiefling, but I'm for all for it, because I got a very funny mental image of that. I know when a gnome and a tiefling love each other very much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay uh, let's not uh, incite the, uh, what is it, those the horn horn users. Too late, it's already there. Let's not you know what, the you're horn. right. There's so much, like, um... Nah, let's not... No, let no, me, no, let's let, not you continue it. reading and let me Google if the image is already out Stop there. Stop! Stop! <laughs> no, okay, no, no, keep reading, keep reading. So, it started a bit dicey, has not passed the passive perception at the ambush, and it looked at first like they were gonna be in trouble, as the rogue got hit and lost half his health. When the surprise round was over, the poor goblins got destroyed in a single round. Oh, Very wow. lucky high rolls. Well, the game progress always sucks. It always sucks, especially at level one. Yeah. It's gonna get dropped immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so the game progressed. Uh, they decided that if they show up to town with the cargo and oh, with the cargo and no Gundren, they might not get paid. So, they figured they'd look after the missing people, and my daughter had no problem finding the trail to their hideout, or the traps along the way. Spoiler alert. <laughs> after ambushing the guarding goblins, by turning one into charcoal with burning hands, oh. Jesus, oh. and having the leopard <laughs> bounce <laughs> on one that made a dex save, they made it inside the cavern. My daughter quickly befriended the chained up wolves with food and a good role for animal handling, Aww and discovered a fissure at the back of the kennel. Uh, both my daughter and my son decided to go down the fissure, while my friend stayed, as he'd rather go the other way. But soon follows when I described what they found at the bottom of the fissure. Nice. Uh, I then had them do a group stealth roll to see if they get discovered. But both the rogue and the ranger having high stealth, they pass without notice. First, my son managed to crossbow bolt the wolf to death without anyone noticing, and then they went for it, having the leopard bounce one of the goblins at the stairs and shooting the other, who got one shot, then sent a firebolt at Clark. Clark is this big hobgoblin. Mm -hmm. Now, combat began for real. My son got the highest initiative, and I asked him what he wanted to do. He tells me that he wants to try something. He wants to shoot the little campfire in the room so the embers fly in Clark's eyes to blind him. Ooh. I, Ooh. I, I figure it's plausible, but he'd have to roll a nat 20 to be able to do it, and Ooh. I say as much. Okay. He rolls. I don't think I've ever felt bad for an imaginary monster as I did then, as my friend pipes up, he's got a nat 20. <laughs> Blinded and without aid, they first make quick work of the pinned down goblin, and then have the leopard pounce Clark, and then proceed to pummel him to death as he kept on missing due to this advantage caused by being blind. <laughs> Let's go! My son was so proud of that moment, he hasn't stopped talking about it three days Aww. later. And I couldn't be any more prouder of my kids, they really got into the game. Even when the dice rolling slow things down a little, they still had to wait for their turn, they can't wait to play again, and neither can I. Ah, that's just go. nice. That, that is usually the moment that hooks you, you know, like, yeah. when you, hey, can I do this stupid thing? GM goes, yeah, sure. Wait, really? Yeah. And then it worked? <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit! <laughs> it's so cool. Creates the best stories. Yeah. Also, like, I'm wondering how, I, I assume the close friend is someone more of his age, playing yeah, with kids. So. Yeah. Like, how does that feel? Um, I don't think it's gonna be that difficult you just need to kind of like lower your <laughs> you, you you need to be aware you're playing with kids yeah kind of i thing. think that's the hard part i feel like <laughs> I, 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 I i've i've dm like a small 
combat with for my cousin who was uh-huh. like I, I think he was 12 he absolutely loved it yeah, there you go. Well, oh. well this is yeah. What? I guess twelve is okay, but like this is we're talking eight and seven. They're they're less pre prepubescent and just kids, you know. Mm. Twelve is prepubescent. They already know. Uh, they've already been slightly corrupted, but this I feel like a bit, it's still a bit pure, you know. So like I don't know. I'm just thinking, how 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 would an adult play with uh children and have fun? Them, Very you know? easily, just <laughs> play the Obi Wan Kenobi character, you know the the wise old sage uh, who knows yeah. better, uh-huh. but wants to give the opportunity to the young ones to like learn through trial and yeah. error and all that. I yeah. think it can be very fun, like that wilderness campaign we did where Rain's character was super old. And oh. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Because my enjoyment in D and D has always been more of a um, <laughs> yeah, 18. the ailing <laughs> nature. <laughs> so I'm wondering, like, what if I want? What if my kid plays it? Like, how am I gonna play it with them? <laughs> oh no! Imagine playing through Pinocchio rather than Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, but that's so funny. If I can shout out my friends here for a second, uh-huh. yeah. um, here in Greece I got some friends who are huge on tabletop, uh-huh. and they actually made a company, school, whatever you want to call it, to teach children like a lot of things through tabletop, and it involves role playing and different like oh, social yeah. aspects of things. Yeah, they they got like a whole Facebook page and everything. I can drop it later. Ooh. It's very cool. A lot of children show up, and they're doing very well. Like. Yeah. They don't really play with like, well, they do play with dice, but they don't play D and D fifth edition. They play like a very simplified. You have three stats: your health, your energy, and your magic. Ah. And like a simplified D and D. Okay. Yeah, and they make things up as they go, and it's very, very good. Yeah, I, I can I can imagine it's just uh, it's it's not about D and D. It's more like role playing as a tool, basically, right? Yeah, exactly. Literally that. Yeah, learning through role play. I can imagine them learning like finances, uh, like learning about adding and counting <laughs> just by like, you know, pretending to be a spaceship captain and now you have to spend money to make your ship go. What do you do? That kind of stuff, I'm assuming. I, I don't know about that, <laughs> as that sounds horrible. That, that, that's only fun for Rain and maybe his future children, who knows? Uh, oh god. But, uh, it, it's cool. Um, I can, like I said, drop a link later yeah, and drop send it now. pictures. Drop it now. Okay. Drop it now. Now, oh, now, we'll now, now. We'll make sure to copy all, send all links to a uh, description of whatever media platform you find us in. Almost yeah. probably oh. on YouTube. Wait. Oh damn! I already found it. <laughs> I'm so yes. fast. But it's 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 literally all Greek to me. See see Get what what pressure does to you. You perform. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, it's that stuff and. Yeah. Uh, so. If you look through the pictures, far wait, enough. Hold on, let me, let me try and open it. Uh, actually. We have some. We have time. workshops and. Dragon's Nest. Oh, yeah, it is all Greek. Um. Uh. <laughs> Um, but uh, looks good. Just trust me on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was hoping for like yeah. some photos, but ooh, are these things they made themselves or something? Mm, Is it like sure. uh, But if you if you open their picture and scroll far down, you can actually see like workshops they had with different things, including making stuff and Jenga. Oh wait, let me let me zoom in. Ooh, there you go. Is it this one? Yeah, it's stuff like that. I mean, uh, I think yeah, they have two I pages. I can see all photos. There we go. That should work. Uh, like this? And, uh, yeah, there you go. Scroll a little bit more down. Uh, those. Like this? I mean, sure, that was, <laughs> that surely was stuff. Okay. But, yeah, there you go, there you go. Now, now we're it? getting somewhere. Yeah. Making stuff with kids and teaching them about stuff. It's probably even more down and should be a bunch of kids in workshops. There you go. Ooh. 
they have more photos somewhere, but I don't know where exactly. Yeah. So this is the Jenga, I, I assume. Okay. Yeah. Well, you guys check them out. They look pretty cool. Um, They're very cool. RPG for kids is the only thing I can probably read here. But yeah. <laughs> 10 oh, euro, uh... I will do that for free for the kids. <laughs> oh, I think, are they paying them? Okay, anyway. If you're in Greece and interested, <laughs> email them. Um, I, I assume you can read everything here, so that's good. Yeah, true. <laughs> If, if you're Greek, yeah, it's a. If you're not, oh, if you're not watching this, evomeni, mighty. Oh wow! Well, what help happened? me, help me, wife, please say it again. <laughs> there you go. I said the same thing. Basically. <laughs> yeah, definitely, exactly the same to what Crit said. But, but, but Crit, what <laughs> happened to all your classes you took? What? I've, I've, I've been to class today, I'm just uh, tired out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that, that, that word is complicated, okay? That's not my fault. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. And it's the font, you know, the font is hard to read and everything. No, no, I'm not blaming the font. I'm just, I'm just blaming the, uh, the th, the ev, and the, uh, me at the end there. It's, it's all complicated, okay? Give me some easier stuff. Okay. I'm still A2, okay? Oh, okay. For crit. Anyway, uh, that's all we have for you this week. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. And we'll see you again next week. I think, I don't think... Yeah, yeah I, think, I think we're okay next week. We should be okay next Probably. week. Should be okay. Yeah. Look, I think it's something. like time for rain to make weird noises soon. No, no, it's wait for it. She says goodbye first. What okay. if I never say goodbye? Then we're stuck it. in limbo forever. What, 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 if, what if I say goodbye? We'll see. Goodbye! Wait, <laughs> oh, I said it! <laughs> 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 Bye! Bye! Bye!